Are we recording? Uh, yeah, we're, we're recording. <laughs> Have now. we been recording this whole time or no? No, nah, no, nah, just uh, now. Like uh, after, I guess once that lovely wood block stopped playing, <laughs> um, we're we're in. So uh, welcome to episode sixteen. One day I'm just gonna keep track. So, but I think sixteen. Is it sixteen or is it seventeen? I thought last night was sixteen. Oh shit, maybe it is seventeen. Uh, all right. Is that right? I think so. It's I just feel like a loser because like usually you got like forty guys down here like all hanging out and partying, <laughs> and then I get here and it's like nah, it's just you and the dog. Yeah, <laughs> that's all we need. So uh, today we have Neil Rubenstein. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> hey man. Hey man. Um, nice to finally meet you in person. I know. I feel like we've met before. We've been like internet friends for like for a minute I think now. Facebook said seven years today. <laughs> you want you want to know something even funnier? We were going to ask you to do vocals on a recording, and you probably had no idea. Um, so because I, I know that you were, I, did you ever you lived in Patchwork for a minute, or you were just doing? I was just working. Yeah. Well, like uh, our mutual friend Alex Amarudin, which you know, and oh yeah, of course, and Mark uh, O'Connell. Mm-hmm. So we, we one of my top five favorite members of Taking Back Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, least in the top five, at least. Um, so we we were doing some recording under the name Carlos Danger, and uh, we were like, we were like, ah oh, shit, we're like, we should do, we, we need like backup vocals, um, and then somebody suggested you. That's the man to do it, and a few other people. Um, and then we, we ended up just going with Dave Case because Dave Case did harmonies and stuff like that. Uh, but so we almost met there. But you probably had no idea we were going to no. ask you. No. So Keith Moore was was recording us in his. I feel like every like every year, like once a year, someone's like, "Hey man, you want to do this project?" And I'm always like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." And like it never works out. Like just recently, like these kids were like, "Yo, you want to do something?" I was like, "Yeah." And then it's just like schedules man everyone's like an adult and it's like i can't we can't get together it just doesn't work out i was supposed to go record like two songs with this with these kids uh like last wednesday and then like i got a last minute gig in pennsylvania it was Mm -hmm. like and right now it it, like the stand-up is a one first yeah right first priority so above above everything right below wife wife (laughs) stand-up and what about the podcast? Because I know you do In Traffic with Neil Rubenstein. Yeah, that's like uh, when I can. Okay. It's, it's like a fun thing. Like Whenever not, you sit yeah, in there's, traffic. Yeah there's, no pre- yeah, there's no pressure on that one. So if there was pressure on that, I wouldn't do it. I'd be like, fuck. I love, I, I listen to a whole bunch of them, and I, I, I just want to know how you bummed out Walter Schreifel. <laughs> what did I, what, uh... oh, okay, so we were at. <laughs> Kathleen, you have to get over here because this is like oh. you're in every story. If she is, just, uh, if she is, I'm gonna have to turn on the mic. Yeah, babe. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. So we were at. I need you. I don't even remember this story. We were went somewhere. Dubin always makes us go to these places in Manhattan, and they're always like these small, like uh, I can't fit in the booth. It, and any restaurant in Manhattan. He always wants to go to these, like, places with, like, no name outside. You have to, like, n- n- know a secret knock. Like, just... And then, like, they seat us in this, like, back corner of the of the place. It's like, uh... Like, seriously, you have to climb over people to get to your table. It's so far in the back. There's, like, a pipe right above you. It's, like, in the bathroom behind another restaurant's bathroom. And Walter showed up. And... I just, I don't know, like, I just wasn't in the mood to, like, be there. So, Walter showed up, like, hanging. He was, like, super excited 
because like none of us had seen each other in a long time, but I just wasn't in the mood to like catch up with anyone. So you've known him for for a minute now. Well, yeah, because like we toured. I toured with, uh, with rival the, schools. Well, oh, with and, rival yeah, schools. like for like a couple of years. Okay. So, uh, so Dubin like through this. I don't know, was it Dubin's party? Was it Dubin's birthday? Maybe. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, it was a Dubin thing, and. Uh, I don't mean to make that derogatory. Like he's like a cool guy. It just it was just this thing that like I just wasn't in the mood for it. Shout out to him for taping every show that I want to be at. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, you know what? He's taping it right now, and I'm just gonna watch it. So <laughs> just not, watch it on Facebook not, Live. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting for that Iron Maiden feed for tonight. That's <laughs> and he always scares uh, his boss in those videos too. That's pretty funny shit too. So he just, I just wasn't in the mood to hang out. And Walter was like, Oh my god, hi, how are you? And I was like. Hey man, what's going on? Like, it's really great to see you, but I'm just like miserable and like, <laughs> like I, I want to do this, but I, I can't do this. I, oh, that's I, I, yeah, like, and I just all I wanted to do was leave, and I think we left like right away, or I don't know, Irish goodbye it or something, which is like, if that comes across yeah. racist, good. Sometimes <laughs> you're in a very Irish house, so it's, yeah, it's just a, very, a little bit, very fitting. <laughs> we bit. just named all of uh, all of uh, Parker's uh, nieces and nephews, and they all. Definitely have. Technically, my wife did because I don't even freaking know half of them. So yeah, <laughs> all ten of them. Top like, five Irish names. That's, that's it. Right. Seamus and yeah. Dropkick and everything, everything else. So. O'Malley. Yeah. <laughs> the first name O'Malley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm O'Malley McGivens. So um, I, I was always curious, like, because I when I found out about the concept of of your podcast, I was thinking, like, what a really cool idea that is to. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a genius. Well, it's you're kind of kind of a genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of killing like you know ten birds with one stone right there. Yeah, so yeah. like and ha- that's my R two uh, you know washing machine unit. Oh, okay. Sing, <laughs> it sings to you. So yeah, that means the the second pizza arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Now we can stop counting slices. That's it. Yeah, because I'm I'm going to the city anyway. I'm gonna be stuck in traffic. I don't. Like, this was so hard to schedule. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, to get people together, to, like, get someone to come somewhere. This way, I do it. I'm sitting in the car. It's during the day. People, you know, can carve out 45 minutes to talk on the phone, generally. And it's just uh, it's just an easy... What's the setup, though? Like, do you... Like... <laughs> it's uh, my phone and the Bluetooth in the car. Oh, that's it? That's it. I don't do a thing. I spent fourteen ninety nine on a on an app that records five hundred on this iPad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about three hundred on this. Thing. Nice. You got four mics. You got uh, you got little stands. Uh, you got a, these, these are from my my PA. So you got this. Uh, you got this tablecloth. Uh, we got ecto cooler up there. Yeah. No. You guys really went all out. <laughs> yeah, we even have a drum set. We're waiting for That's Max it. Weinberg to uh, nice. take his spot here. You That's know. <laughs> So, um, and, and how, how did the, fr- I, I didn't listen to the first episode, but I'm just curious. How did that first episode go? Uh, they were just doobing heckling me. Like, I don't know. I guess we like, maybe we had just done the friends compilation. So maybe it was just like a 20 minute advertisement for the friends compilation. Okay. And I didn't know how it was going to go. I didn't know I was going to edit it. I hadn't. Um, I hadn't asked my friend to do like the jingle for it yet. That's right, the jingle. Yeah, the jingle's pretty catchy. Thanks. It's very, it's like very official. It's I uh, what it sounds like, but it's it's, bo- it's uh, 
boy least likely to it's the beginning of um one of the songs off of laws of the playground and okay. my uh you know fots beats zach my friend's a dj he's uh he's, he's like a pretty big deal and uh he uh took his name steve ioki yeah <laughs> he took time out of his uh busy schedule to like help me uh remix it so it like yeah uh, just catchy. Here, here's the thing about, about podcasts that I love, especially for us and like for you. Like you do have friends that fucking like like are, my friends definitely help me with everything from like cards to like just getting people on, like spreading it. Like it is fun to kind of like tr- uh, maybe take everyone that you've met through music or whatever else, and people are kind of psyched on like helping you, I guess you know, and pushing that. Yeah, it's it's cool to like. Um, yeah, it's cool that, like, people still want to get together and, like, help, even though, I I, I don't know. I, I feel like there was, like, a period of time where it was, like, really, like, community-centric, like, this, like, whatever you want to call it, hardcore scene. And, like, now we're all, like, older. Uh, you know, the people who are going to get famous got famous. The people who aren't going <laughs> to yeah. weren't. And it's just, like, you know, you could still call them, like... Like, you can still call them, like, their bros. Like, it doesn't... We're all still in this kind of thing. I yeah, don't know. That's, that's cool, I like I that. Um, and what inspired you to make the podcast? Like, were you listening to certain things? Oh, man. Like, so I want to be a stand-up comic. I want to be, like, this... I want to be a famous comedian. What and came like, first, the stand-up or the podcast? The stand-up. And so, like, everyone's, like... There's all these, like, things you have to... Oh, you got to create content. And you got to do this. And you got to... You gotta have a podcast, and it's like, well, I don't want to pod like just do what everyone else is doing, you know. We had no problem doing that. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I mean, I'm not shitting on anyone who does. D- d- you know, I, I do. We don't care. Yeah, I just wanted like a thing. I wanted it to be different. Absolutely, and what you're doing is like superficial. You have the website and all that other stuff. You're actually going out to do your your stand up and all that other shit. You say you even still do open mics and all that other stuff. So, like, I respect that. We're just three guys just having fun in the basement yeah which is also like you know what i mean like i'm not taking away anything absolutely i I just if i was gonna do it i knew that this format that you guys are doing i wasn't gonna be able to do like i wasn't gonna be able to like carve out the same time every week to do this thing uh i wasn't gonna be able to find two bros to hang out with every time to do it that i could rely on you know what i mean like you guys all rely on each other and like f- move your schedules around to accommodate each other like you you know you had like tickets to a million things this weekend and you still made time for brian yeah. and 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 to do your podcast like i knew i wasn't going to get that because i can't I, I could never get that for anything you know what i mean like just a regular thing everything i do has to be like well when we get a chance we have to go and do this when we get a chance we have to go and do this because i'm so busy and the people that i work with are so busy so it's like you know we're all adults you know um so only, uh, only by age yeah I mean, well, for me for sure uh <laughs> so like i knew that's something i could do alone i could do it you know i just edit it on garage band it, it takes four minutes really i i yeah. just dump it onto audacity on, on a pc because i i tried editing on on garage band and i fucking hate it yeah, I don't know anything else. Uh, it's okay, super but, simple. But you do it on on like well, like a MacBook. Yeah, on not iMac, on, on an iMac. Okay, yeah, because th- maybe it's just different on the iPad. Because on oh, the iPad, yeah, it's maybe. fucking way annoying. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. 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 A lot, I, I a lot imagine. of just like finger moving, which. 
Yeah, no. Uh, no, I do. Yeah, I do run on iMac. Uh, like a super old version of it that like still has like a podcast template yeah. that they don't have anymore. So like I can't upgrade my software <laughs> if I want to keep editing. Did did Adam? So Adam Curry didn't. <laughs> influence you with <laughs> <No>. the pod father <laughs> no uh no although like i guess like uh some people have mentioned like it's kind of a ripoff of not a ripoff but it's like seinfeld has comedians and cars so i mean i mean i think it's so it's different diff- it's different well it's different because i'm not seinfeld yeah <laughs> seinfeld no i i think it's i think what you're doing can you hear my yeah, my, brever- my beverage? The three people that are listening are definitely <laughs> going to be annoyed for like two seconds. I have like three really loyal fans, so we'll probably bump that up to five. Nice. Yeah. I think one is probably already a crossover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in. Like, I, I, uh, I listened to a couple. Uh, obviously, knowing Mark, I went to his episode, uh-huh. like the first one, and I, I liked it. I just like the concept. I like the fact that you are kind of killing time and doing something constructive and then you're getting content out of it um i mean it has to be hard though sometimes if you're actually driving to concentrate on what you want to say because i have a hard time sometimes even just uh sitting here there is sometimes where there's like a little bit of a like i get distracted but mostly the podcast helps me stay distracted from getting like road rage okay um there is an episode that I didn't put out where oh, I get right. where I get a speeding <laughs> ticket. We were going to talk about this. I forgot <laughs> uh, because I was just so distracted. Like I was distracted by the conversation. I actually had a guest in the car, and we were talking to somebody on the phone. And uh, you know, you just got caught up. And ended was up, it speeding? Oh like yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was real mean to the cop. I was a real dick. And, and you're I, still here, huh? Yeah, and then I said some, like, real shitty things. Like, when the cop walked away, I said, like, some real shitty things. And I was like, I got to edit all this out. <laughs> so it, and it never came out? No, I didn't put it out. <sighs> Did you reschedule the guest? Nah, it's, it's, it's a like, friend of mine. I'll do whatever. Yeah. I'll do it eventually. Eventually. All right. So. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, because I figure, like, as I'm listening to you, Maybe because I just have a hard time concentrating in general as I'm driving and stuff like that. So that was like the one thing. Um, just listening to it, um, I'm just thinking this guy is, like you said, it's a great idea. It's fucking brilliant. You know, and how, as far as like the stand up, does it help the stand up right now? Like, does it get the name out a little bit more? Does it. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't think so. I think, uh, I think there'll be a point where one thing helps the other thing. But right now it's just okay. uh, you know I'm just a you know a podcast trying to get membership reader listenership and a comic trying to get okay more work you know so yeah so I mean and, and like obviously being in bands um, and you being the front person like there's got to be like it's, uh, it helped it helped like uh, stage presence and like no stage fright ever like there's never a period of, there's never a time. Where I'm like nervous about going on stage, you know what I mean? It's just like, all right, I've played to fewer people than this. I've played to more people than this. Like, really? Whatever. Like yeah. ever? Ever? I get anxiety, but it has nothing to do with stage fright. 
Huh. I get anxiety just because I get anxiety over everything. Like, do I do I turn left or turn or should I turn right? I never. And then I get, have a panic attack. <laughs> I never get anxiety until like you know, unless I'm not driving. That's one thing. Um, if I'm a passenger, but like before I play. So like before I play, you know, and, and I'm the singer in the band. And I also play guitar. Um, but I think after like the first song, like I already know, like if it's going to be a shit show or if it's going to be good, but it's just leading up to that. Um, it just never went away. I don't know. Hmm. So, and I, I could only imagine, I, I saw your set. I went, uh, you did a couple of, you were doing some stuff at AMH in oh, Amityville. Ooh, yeah. Right. And that dude Mookie killed yeah, it. Yeah. Mookie's awesome. Eddie yeah, W yeah. did a set. I remember yeah. I was there. So. I was just starting like, uh, oh, so that's not that long ago, man. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So I started. Uh, hmm. I started in like oh seven. Okay. And then uh, I did like two ish, three ish years, and then I like stopped. Um, because I was doing it for different reasons. Like I, I, I always wanted to like write, and I was on like a TV show, and someone was like, "Well, if you want to keep doing TV and writing, the best way to get you known. were writing on a TV show." No, no, well, I was on a TV show, and I was trying to get noticed for my writing. Oh, cool. I mean, I don't know what what was a TV show. Uh, it was called Spike uh, Spike TV's Casino Cinema. So, uh, a bunch of people were like, "If you want to keep doing this and not have to become like a real person." <laughs> <laughs> uh, do stand up you'll get noticed for your writing and so I started doing stand up and I got like an, uh, a lit agent uh, who was going to help me out and I, I'm so interested in this hold on a second <laughs> did you know about him being on a TV show yeah uh, really yeah. I never mentioned shit uh, okay so how do you even how does that happen uh, the kid who offered me UFC tickets Okay. Really? Oh, this yeah. guy's like your guardian angel. Yeah, he's yeah, like, always he's looking good, out. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's a quality guy. So, um, was he? I guess like. All right. So, he was doing a t- he was doing a TV show. He's uh, two thousand four probably, uh, and uh, he needed uh, a gambling expert. And at the time, I was literally just playing. Like I was just That's a whole other story yeah. though, right? Yeah. Were you counting cards? No, but I uh, <laughs> uh, no, but no. Um So he needed uh he needed a gambling expert, quote unquote gambling expert, and like I was close enough. <laughs> okay, so and in the show, because I don't know what the show is. Is it like uh just like a talking is, head type thing? Yeah, it's interstitials b- between like a TV show. So uh it was Steve Sharippa and Beth oh, nice. and Beth Stern or at the time. Oh, Beth is that o. where where the dude from Creed like shit yeah, on her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm in that. I'm in that. <laughs> Are you really? I'm in that. Get the fuck out of here. You see me in that like two or three times. <laughs> you see me and my friend roll our eyes at each other in the Are background. You yeah, fucking yeah. kidding me? Because yeah, like Stern always brought that up. Yeah, yeah. The dude yeah. from Creed like yeah. was like kind of being weird and creepy. Kind of, yeah. He was horrible. He was a horrible <laughs> piece of shit, that guy. Did you ever book him at the Emporium after? Yeah, I did. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay, I know the show now. I remember the dude from The Sopranos. He was on it. And, wow, that's a trip, man. Yeah, so they're like, yeah, you gotta do stand-up. So I did stand-up. And I, I was doing it because I wanted to write. And uh, things didn't work out as fast as I wanted them to because I thought at that time, I was like, oh, everything happens fast because everything was happening fast. And then it slowed down, and I you know, was like, oh, I gotta get like, a job or something. So I just like gave it up, kind of. And then, uh, how was that first set though? Well, 
with the very very first set. Yeah, like when I you didn't get know up I there. was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Is that shit up so, on YouTube somewhere? I hope not. <laughs> Probably. So I so Sal those the AMH guys were yeah, like, yeah. oh, we want to do comedy, like do comedy, come book a comedy show. So I was like, all right, I'll do a monthly show with Mookie, Petey Pounds, whatever. So we started booking it, and I was like, I guess I'm going to do stand-up again. And then I did it a few times, knowing the lessons. Because you were the host. Yeah, knowing the lessons that I learned. And then at some point, at some point doing that show, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get back into this. And then as I got back into it, you know, I don't know. I feel like I got... It was did, good. Did you, did you have like you know years of material that you were slightly working on, or like? Yeah, I guess I don't know, babe. What do you think? Did I have stuff at that time or not? <laughs> <laughs> like, did you go from like you know like writing melodies and lyrics to just being like, all right, now I'm just gonna just no obs- observe shit. Well, always. I mean, because you write lyrics, right? Yeah. So you don't just write lyrics. You just write stuff. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, these are lyrics. You know? Yeah, yeah. You, know, you just write stuff, and you're like, "Oh, this could be a joke, probably. This is like a joke. There's a joke in here somewhere." Yeah. So now whole... everything I write is just like find the joke in it. Yeah, because the whole time we were upstairs, I was thinking, like, I wonder if he's going to use any of this stuff for material. Yeah, top five Irish names, That's definitely, that. definitely. That's that. <laughs> it was ten. Don't forget. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that could be the next top five. Top five Irish. Let's do it, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> top five Long Island accents in this room. <laughs> Yeah, it's just five of us. Oh, you, you missed you missed uh, uh, Langan. Yeah, Langan's got a good one. He's got a good no, one. your sh- dude, your podcast. It, I like is the most brutal Long Island yeah. accent. <laughs> it's just like every chiming in from the background voice is just a worse accent than the guy <laughs> who chimed in before him. Well, for me, like uh, like when my girlfriend, she was like, "Oh, you you know, you speak like you don't have uh, an accent," but whenever I say the number 40. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I've noticed that. She's just like, you say everything normal and then you're like talking about like, you know, it's like 940 and yeah, she's like, I've noticed that. It? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I just say it because 940 sounds weird. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's fucking 940. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So. But, um, <laughs> uh, what, uh, <laughs> We're going to do some investigating. What time uh, in the morning uh, did you stop at Dunkin' Donuts? 8.40. <laughs> and uh, what did you order? <laughs> uh, a black coffee. There you go. <laughs> nah, I, I, had, I, I usually get the same thing, which is an iced black, uh, medium iced black coffee with um, a turbo shot. So, And it's like fucking five fucking dollars. At that point, I might as well go to Starbucks for three fifty two. But I feel like there's more Dunkin' Donuts than there are Starbucks, so I just go in. And when I do the drive-through, I'm not because t- I'm a fat fuck. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you know. <laughs> um, when I'm doing the drive-through, I'm less tempted to get a toasted coconut donut. We got those upstairs. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> as long as I don't viv- do you have vi- apple crumb upstairs. No, I do like I the apple crumb uh. too. <laughs> but like toasted coconut, you know, like this table. you got. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know, my DNA is so Hispanic that anything to do with coconut I fuck with hard, yeah. right? So exactly, um, you're Mexican. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. 
I'll take the half coconut donut, please. Half Mexican. <laughs> so um, when I go through the drive-thru, I'm not tempted. But when I walk in, because there's certain... What? When well, you what? When you do what? When you when what? I walk in. Fuck yeah, a walk yeah. in. Yeah, all right. When I walk in... <laughs> when I walk in at 940 for my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> when I walk in um, and the donuts look good... Because sometimes you walk into like some like really shitty Dunkin' Donuts, and there's like if you see like ten donuts and they're all spread out, that means don't fuck with any of them. The donut, the Dunkin' Donuts by Beeries, is oh, the, the worst. worst. Yeah. The worst. No, by the Let DMV. Me get you on the Dude, mic. We 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 walked in there more than once. I've walked in there and no one's in there. Yeah. No <laughs> employee. No employee. And I'm like, hey, yo, yo, I. I literally. I need to walk in with you because I don't. I stand there for twenty minutes before I say anything. We showed the money to the camera, then I took the donuts myself, and we left the money on you the table. You motherfucker! Wow. Did you really, babe? Yeah. Holy nice. shit! That's hilarious. Yeah. Next time I do, next time I do it, I'm filming it. <laughs> Periscope. I'm gonna film it and send it to Dunkin' Donuts and be like, "This is this is." What your representation is. Here, when, whenever we play Beeries, I go next door, and I don't know what's going on during those hours. There's, like, this one sleepy mouse, like, Indian dude, and he's, like, <laughs> always, like, I feel like it's his 10th job of the week, and he gets there, and he falls asleep in the back somewhere. And I'm standing there, and I, I, I think I miss everyone. Like, if I go next door to get coffee, I expect it to be, like, two seconds. I'm, like, let me get this, or I like drinking tea before we play. Um, and this guy takes forever. Like a set will go by by the time I even get my shit. And there's times where I've been there and I walk the fuck out because there's ten people in front of me and this guy's taking four fucking ever. I almost beat up uh, four twelve-year-olds <laughs> because yeah, that's, that, they add up to forty-eight. There you Not go. Bad. Because the same situation, like they're taking, they're just. They're lined up at the front of the thing, not ordering anything, taking time. There's like 20 people on the thing. This guy sucks enough (laughs) as it is. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, if you're not ordering anything, move. And then like the kid made a fat joke about me. And I was like, you motherfucker. (laughs) Do you really? I was like, like, you're a fat kid too. You're a fucking Dunkin' Donuts also, you piece of shit. I was like, where's your mother? I'm going to beat the fuck out of your mother. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Good for him. Actually, I like. I almost respect a little kid because little kids don't like. They don't. You know. They don't. I hate ever... children. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I I hate children too. I just want to go on record saying that. So. <laughs> Definitely not my thing. I'm you know like thirty nine and I I consider like every day that I wake up without a kid is like the best feeling on the planet. <laughs> I, I remember <laughs> that tongue of donuts was like the the leave a penny take a penny thing. I'm just throwing pennies in the back, hoping it like wakes someone up. <laughs> I would love I to see that, that video footage. Ah. Totally. I hate that place. And they never honor uh, Kathleen's like a huge uh, Kathleen's like a extreme couponer. Nice. Like, have you ever seen that show? Great show. Yeah. yeah. Did you see her episode? Or I, no? no. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. So she's uh, she's like a, she's a very like someone from my high school actually was on that show. I All used right. to watch that in Hoarders back to back. Talk Ugh. about fucking Ugh. an hour it's of depression. Those same people. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like that person, yep. and then oh, you, like four years later they become the hoarder. Yep, because they got so much shit. And they yeah, because that's, out, that's, you know? that's how they get you. Um, so she's like an extreme couponer. What were we doing? Oh, she gets these coupons for Dunkin' Donuts, and that Dunkin' Donuts guy won't accept her coupons. Why? Cause he's a prick. I don't know. Bullshit. <laughs> he he seems like just 
there like i said he just seems like it's like the 80th job that he he gets to and like it's it's always the same guy because i guess you know whenever we play it's friday or saturday and it's the worst and and i don't know what it is there's something about this crew that hangs out in front of it too like they're the most oh, random like the people weirdo methy crew it's like i feel like they're like they might be like an aa or na group yeah, or something because yeah, it's yeah. like just 10 people who should never be in a room together yeah. like they look like the pixies yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i love the pixies by the way i'm just saying that the four of them look Frank like Black. they answered a, a craigslist ad because the four of them look like they just don't hang out with each other but they are the Beatles of alt rock. Let me just go on record saying that. <laughs> okay. And I like the Beatles. <laughs> and I will be seeing them September 22nd. The Beatles? The Pixies. Uh, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I could only see two Beatles, uh, and I don't hard. want to. So. I think one. Only one. Is there one left? Yeah. No, Ringo and Paul. Ringo and Paul, uh, yeah. Oh. Uh. All right. What I don't. I mean, if you <laughs> if you count Paul, then it's Sir Paul. Sir Paul. Uh, so. But um. All right, so th- just out of curiosity, because I, I want to get to like the, the music stuff, like um, leading into obviously the stand up. How far, how far, far off can I push the music stuff? No, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, is, uh, I know you grew up in Plainview. Yeah. With uh, like... uh, a bunch of Jews. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of other Jews. Shout out to all my Plainview Jews. There you go. <laughs> Plain Jews. <laughs> my, oh, okay, yeah, I guess so. And Eddie White, right? Eddie White. Oh, Eddie White, Anthony Race. Anthony, yeah. There you go. Anthony Race. I met I met those two kids. They were troublemakers. They were like 11-year-olds on BMX bikes like on the corner by my house. And I was uh, 14. And I, saw, <laughs> I was like, what are you fucking kids up to? <laughs> and they're like... They were like just gonna go write graffiti. I was like, I write graffiti. <laughs> follow, follow me, kids. That's it. Yeah. Anthony got us the Matt Pryor. Yep. Episode. So shout out to him. Oh, I'm still. He'll write you kids. a wedding song though. So. Oh yes, yes. He was talking about that. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yep. Still one of my favorite bands though. Um, but yeah. So okay, growing up in Plainview, um, when did you start getting into music? Uh, okay. Uh, so this is your life. Josh Feigelman. Uh We were 11, and he was already listening to, like, Dead Kennedys and Misfits, and we went... You guys didn't go through, like, the hysteria and Appetite for Destruction era? This is before Appetite. Um, we went Slip Disc or Revolution Rock with my mom and my sister, and we bought Slayer... And bolt thrower, and I, maybe the vandals too, and uh, yeah, that was it. That's an interesting mix. And then uh, that's a pretty eclectic mix, actually. Yeah, and then uh, and then high school met uh, a bunch of kids that were like into various different things. We all started tape trading. This kid, uh, and then later, 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 this kid Matt Cutler, who just like so far ahead of his time. Um, and we just, yeah, all tape traded and we got into stuff. And then someone found, someone found hardcore and was like, oh, we're going to go to this thing. Oh, you know what? It was because they were doing hardcore shows at the Angle and they were also doing goth nights at the Angle. So we were going originally for the goth night. We found out about hardcore and we were like, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So they would do like almost like what 
I guess caffeine would do at the time where they would have like, yeah, it was these like, different nights. It was like a little bit before caffeine. Yeah, yeah def, of course. But yeah, it was. So what kind of new wave stuff were you guys listening to? Uh, I don't remember. You remember? But you were just like, ah, fuck it, we'll go here. <clears throat> yeah, it was like whatever was going on at the time. We were just into like being like the counterculture at that point. So like one guy's like favorite band was like Firehouse. Firehose? Firehose. Yo. That came up last came night up too yesterday. with fucking Scott. Really? We were yeah. talking yesterday with Scott from, from Trip Phase. Flying the flannel. <laughs> and like, for some reason, Brian is a joke. Langan was like, I always get my Firehouse and Firehose mixed up. <laughs> yeah, was, me too. <laughs> yeah, completely different bands. And then so, you know, someone would be into Guar and someone was like super into Fugazi and someone was super into the Misfits and then. Andrew Bassman was like super into bad religion and there's like a mixture of everything. Yeah, we just Do you still all... feel counterculture. So are you referencing your Facebook post the other day? Well, because a lot of times I see like people my age and like people like I don't know they just lost that fire. I feel like they just turn into like adults that just have whack taste and everything. I Shitty have opinions. <laughs> yeah, I have my strong feelings. Uh like as far as like the government and capitalism go yeah but i live here so i gotta like just make it work until we overthrow something you know (laughs) uh but i'm not gonna like lead and just like that we're flagged thank you (laughs) yeah like i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna lead any i'm not gonna lead any marches protests or riots yeah but like, especially I'm not if you have a stand up date. Yeah, I'm all for them. You know what I mean? Like, people talk about like, oh, like, uh, well, the it's these people, they they want to send their message, but then they're just throwing bricks through windows. How does that help? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, throw bricks, throw all the bricks. <laughs> like, we'll get people talking about stuff if you keep throwing bricks. Let's go, throw bricks. Like, I, I'm down. Uh, let's go. It's weird. I'm just not gonna throw any bricks right now because I also want to be famous. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, I have opinions on that, but no one wants to hear it. So I'll yeah. just uh, I'll let the guest do his thing, and I'll just say I agree. No, no one wants to hear my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely I'm. I'm You're ri- on the side of the brick thrower. I'm, I'm riding with you. Yeah. Um, so from there, um, I know that you you were doing like, were you always a vocalist? Did you ever try playing an instrument or? Yeah, I played an instrument. I'm not good. What'd you start with? Guitar. That's how, uh, that's how I met Kathleen's best friend. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was, playing more than words. I took <laughs> I took guitar. Yeah, I took guitar lessons from her older brother, and uh, and then they became friends. I feel like guitar lessons for like the shit that we grew up on was almost like pointless. Because anytime somebody tried to teach me something, I was just like, you know, I'm like, oh, but you know, you hear like I don't know a minor threat, like you hear filler, and you're like, I just want to do that. Well, when I was, yeah, I was into like heavy metal first. Uh, I think most of us were. It's like the gateway. Yeah. So from there, you're like, oh, okay. I like, like, once, maybe once you look at like Joe Elliott from Def Leppard and you think, ah, that, you know, you kind of look silly and you don't have that, like, I guess they don't look like you. And then you kind of look at someone else that's playing aggressive music and they're dressed like normal like you. Maybe you kind of gravitate towards that. So. That's what I think. I don't know. I don't know how it happens. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, I just wanted to play Motley Crue songs. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> Out of curiosity, what is the best Motley Crue album? Too Fast for Love. 
It is, okay. Like, without... Yeah? Qu- yeah. 2011 is one of the most important records in the history of rock music. I, I could go with that. I mean, I think... I, I bought uh, uh, Shout at the Devil first, mm-hmm. and then I went backwards, um, but it all started with Dr. Feelgood. Because when it came out, I was like 11. That's fine. Um, <laughs> so- <laughs> Whatever... <laughs> Whatever gets you through the door, you know yeah. what I mean. Like w- w- people get mad, like oh, you used to listen to blah blah blah, or like, like the Black Album's garbage. Yeah, the Black Album's garbage. But if the Black Album got you into yeah, f- into kill them all, then then well, it did its job. That's like, the whole thing. Yeah, completely. And and you know, growing up, like I said, if I was ten or eleven, blah blah blah. Maybe that's why I hate Kiss because I always reference <gasps> Hot in the Shade. Sorry, Anthony and Joe Sullivan. Fuck, I love Kiss. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Me too. Ah. But I'm. Saying, I talked like, about them last night, yeah, actually. I mean, I mean, I hate Gene Simmons. Yeah, well, he's a fucking asshole. I like bootlegged Kiss stuff. Yeah, because it makes me happy. Yeah. Early Kiss, like, stuff, Kiss is cool. right? Is what we're talking about, or do you like? like I like Kiss. Revent. You even like what you Psycho Let's put Circus? the X in sex. Yeah, is a great. Oh, that's later. Yeah, that's like an yeah, old. Yeah. That's on uh, Hot in the Shade. I think, yeah. Oh, no, no, that, no. Which one was no. yours? Hot in the Shade is it doesn't have that song. Yeah. Maybe Crazy Nights. Maybe that. Yeah. But Hot in the Shade is the one I remember because once again it was 1989. I remember. Yeah, I was going to the roller rink when that album nice. came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that uh, was a good album. MTV was just such a big deal then. You know, yeah. like you could yeah. just put on the TV and watch something that you weren't into, and then you watch and you're like, all right, at least you were aware of it. Even if you weren't into it, um, I could tell you all the singles from Paul Abdul's record. You know, shout out to. <laughs> Parker's wife, Sarah, who just saw Fucking Scott Cat. Yeah. <laughs> MC Scott. MC Scott Cat, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um so do you remember the first band that you decided to sing in? Because I have no clue. Uh, I have Tetsuo written down, is yeah, that correct? I believe it was Well, in high school I performed in a battle of the bands. And we did a cover of Waiting Room. But I had just seen Rye Coalition for the first mm. time. So I was rolling on the floor like a retard. <laughs> oh, can I not say retard? You could say whatever We got you flagged want. already, so yeah, at this point, it. fuck it. I mean, we are, we're already throwing bricks <laughs> through Starbucks windows. So. Yeah, man. If you're out there, throw a fucking brick. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and then Tetsuo, a myriad of one-nighters, like, Good night, gorgeous, and and then there was Irony Life, of course, and, uh, and and those two vocal stylings, like the ones that you did, because I know Irony and I, I know um, Sons of Abraham. Like, did you always have that? Like, was it always like really hard and abrasive in the beginning? Uh, it was just the same scream the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Was that something like when you first pick up the mic that you're just like fuck? Like, yeah, that, you just it was in you. Those, those the bands that I liked seeing were the bands like you know. Do you remember Scapegrace? Yep, yeah. we talked about them last night again. Just one hundred percent. Yeah, I'm just one hundred percent ripping off Steve Driscoll at every point. And then there was a little bit of time where I was trying to rip off uh, Tim Singer from Dead Guy, mm. but just a little bit, and it still just ended up sounding to me like Steve Driscoll. Like yeah. I, that's all I ever wanted to sound like, and he only wanted to sound like the dude from Agnostic Front. Of course, because everyone is stupid, you know, like cliche, but like we're all influenced. Like, yeah, yeah. Like speaking of, of like the Pixies, Nirvana, when they did Smells Like Teen Spirit, they're like, oh, we were just trying to pay, rip off a Pixie song because yeah. like, you know, you just listen to shit and you get influenced and then you come out. Even Modest Mouse said it. They were like trying to rip off the Pixies, but they just didn't know how to. Yeah. <laughs> That's what... Yeah. So I was just ripping off Steve Driscoll, but like one of my bands was a metal band. So it didn't maybe didn't come across the same, but. 
I did a band named after a Steve Driscoll song. You know, like I, that's I'm not hiding it. Like that's always what I wanted to say. Always, like. yeah. And uh, for how long did uh, Irony of Lightfoot last? Not long, year and a half, two years, and then we did this year's model, like kind of right after it. Um, Are those the people that, that did Bravado after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after I uh, was out of this year's model, they did Bravado. I love that for like they released some EP because I went to middle school with Karen, um, and we like I went off to go sell drugs and be a criminal, and she <laughs> went to go play music, and then like somewhere along the way, I was like, oh shit, just, just come over here, just stand here for a second and tell this story. Yeah, <laughs> come come here, come here and tell this story, please. Can you just come over here and tell the story? Oh my god. Yeah. Do you have a glass of wine for her that she could like? I do upstairs. Loosen up and come over and tell the story. The story about Karen and Steve at dinner. I have to tell the story. I'm not telling the story. You gotta we don't, tell the no, story we don't, now. No, we don't tell the story. Kathleen tells the story. We don't tell, go ahead. What's the next question? Okay. <laughs> uh, no next question. So. But uh, yeah, like I, I love that. I remember getting that EP like when I saw her and I recognized who it was because like the last time I saw her, we were like sharing like a middle school bus. Um. And I love that bravado EP. There was something about it was just like explosive, like awesome, like rock music. And then they did Speed, Speed, Speed afterwards. Obviously, speed, that was a great band. so good. You know, they definitely had that drive like Ju flavor, and I love that because not a lot of people could pull that off, and they did. They definitely had that that influence. I think we played a show with them at Lit Lounge. <laughs> wow. So, um, and then from there, uh. Did did uh, Irony and Sons overlap, or you just like jump? Yeah, in? Irony and Sons overlapped. Man, I'm, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I have the worst memory. <laughs> um, my logo is an elephant with a line through it that says "Never remember." <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> anything. That's my favorite. That's good. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know what my friend's tag was. Um, I had a friend named Brian to, to give him some time to think. Um, it's not going to help. We, we had, like, my, my one friend used to write graffiti, and he would write the first three letters of his name. And my other friend's tag was his name with a line through it. <laughs> so he would give them ups automatically, and they just cross it out in places that he never even That's funny. <laughs> I thought that was fucking brilliant, so. Uh, still don't remember. Yeah, let's talk about Sons of Abraham. What was man. oh so yeah? I think like we both uh, like got signed dish to exit wreckage at the same kind of time. Uh, they bought us a van uh, and split the recoup over both bands, but then only Sons ever used it. I only used it for like eight seconds. Yeah, um, and you guys like toured and all that other stuff. Irony did like one, maybe two tours, and then Sons did like three or four, yeah. just like East Coasty, all over the East Coast kind of joints. We never got to the West Coast either band. Yeah, I love I love the guitar work a lot. Definitely like the music and stuff like that. Um, I didn't know it then; I knew it like later. But as I knew it later, I will say that you could definitely hear where like Beck and um, let's see, Todd, right? Todd. Yep. Like where they were getting that sound from. Uh, to later, obviously, form Glassjaw. So, well, they were in Glassjaw the whole time. Well, oh, were they? Beck was in Glassjaw the whole time, and then uh, he like recruited Todd like right at the beginning of Sons, right after we formed Sons. Like a little later, he recruited Todd, and then uh, and 
on stuff. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, you're right. Because yeah, I guess that Silence record was like 97, probably, right? I have no idea. <laughs> 98, 99, so whatever. Um, so, all right. So that band goes away. I think you did some stuff like... What else did you do after? Uh, the next thing I did was These Enzymes, which was uh, five. Oh, really? Okay. I was with Mikey and Chris from um, Ye All American Rejects. And then... Uh, what that band sound? Uh, same as uh, like Irony kind of stuff. <clears throat> Is that what you feel most comfortable singing over? Yeah, I like noisy, you like noisy stuff. stuff. What were some of the influences that made you even go towards it. <laughs> <Honeywell>. <laughs> yeah. shout out to uh, the air conditioner i mean yeah the, uh, the yeah, we the, need that one uh what was that like spirit assembly and scapegrace of course and uh you know then L- later la magna uh mind over matter um half man campaign uh heroin antic arrow uh antic arrow is like one of my favorite bands still to this day uh angel hair um yeah honeywell um uh, just noisy Screamy, noxious shit. I love it. Uh, it, Yeah. And then Mikey's like, Mikey's big into like um, Lookout Records and Fat Records. Like, I think he's got every Lookout release ever, original pressing. Wow. So not noise. (laughs) Not noise, but there's some noisy stuff on there. Um, FYP is kind of noisy. And I, maybe the Yamos has a record on Lookout. Maybe not, but he's familiar with them for sure. Because I remember that's like one of the things we discussed when we like started talking about what the band would sound like. And then Derek Sherman was in the band for like the beginning process and the recording. <laughs> I think the recording. Never. Regardless, remember. yeah, I don't remember. Regardless, <laughs> he like he's just he's a noise machine. Like he just. He makes noises. It's yeah, like that's his he guitar it on, style. Even like for Saint Hood reps, like a lot of that stuff is really cool stuff, man. Just noise. Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. Very um, good stuff. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, just noise. I like noise. I like noise. Yeah, yeah. Did I ever like? Did you like? You like the noisier stuff too? Yeah, I, I mean, hated that, that's more. And stuff that's like more that, her gig. But uh, she does have a yeah. lot of seven oh, yeah. inch. You're into like, or- you're into like orchid yeah. stuff, right? I mean, yeah. one of our one of the bands that we is that your wedding song. Yeah, no, we actually came out to Slayer, which was pretty cool. We came out right. to Rain and Blood, which is oh really? Right. Yeah, Neil was there. Yeah, we were there. Yeah, yeah. I know my friend Bob came out to Firestorm. And <laughs> I was like, man, you just set the bar so hard. I don't even like a Earth Crisis. But uh, he probably could have got Earth Crisis to play there. You know, probably, you know? Yeah. probably. Yeah. I got to go see them next you Saturday. Were there? I was there. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Bob who? Farley. Oh yeah, yeah. that's my bestie. No. Really? Yeah. Oh. He, you know what it is. He, You're much less insufferable than he is. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Bob. Yeah. You know what it is. Yeah, he's uh, you know, he's 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 definitely. I, but he'll throw that brick though. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think. I think the reason we always got along, and then also kind of didn't get along, is because like we're both kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> we're both like equally overbearing, and like yeah. like no no no, my opinion's right. Whatever you say, but my opinion, yeah. is, is, I'm the right one. <laughs> like, I was the friend that definitely, like, and that's what made me almost not, because I was not a hardcore kid, but I was aware of all of it, but I wasn't of that world. He started in that world, yeah. 
and became like, you know, the mayor almost. And I was almost like the antithesis friend, like, and to me, like my zip code was everything. And if you weren't from Selden or whatever, I just didn't want, like, I didn't give a fuck about you. So when he started going around to shows like that, instead of like embracing it with him, which I did years later, I was just like, ah, fuck these kids. I'm like, they don't, you know, they don't sell drugs. They don't beat people up. They don't like, it wasn't like my thing. And then, like, later on when I started playing music, I was like, oh, shit, I should have did this a long time ago. <laughs> you know? But I just had that mentality, and he was always, like, the nicer one, and, like, I think uh, I probably embarrassed him a lot. It, I find that, like, back in the day, like, there were kids that, like, I got along with, but also, like, didn't really get along with. Like, like there was, like, always, like, a, like a butting of heads, but, like, on the same side kind of thing. And I find that, like, because of Facebook, where it's not so much a conversation as it is like a state your opinion and then agree or disagree. Um, like I become better friends with those people. Like, so like Bob and like this kid freedom who like is like super activist now, but like back in the day, I just, I don't know, like it was just two different kinds of, uh, hatred of the system. But now, because like the things we share on Facebook, it's like, oh yeah, 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 I'm yeah. with you, I'm with you. And you can soak it in more on Facebook. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it, when it was in passing, you're like, is this guy cool or is he an like? Actor? Oh, is he just screaming something to scream something? Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It's like a weird. This whole dude, everything's weird. Plus, you uh, and you get older. I was having a conversation with a high school friend of mine who I'm still friends with. And we were talking about some of the high school people that we knew that we're still kind of friends with. And I'm like, man, I'm like. This guy used to be cool. And my friend Mike was like, nah. He's like, you just stopped sucking. <laughs> and I was like, yo, I'm like, hmm. I'm like, you might be right then. Maybe that's what it is. It's just like the stuff that some people just embrace now. I'm just like, wait, weren't we like punk rock and like hardcore and like metal? Like, weren't we like so counter everything? And it's like now you're just kind of like some grown up who hates the shit that you used to do. And, like, to me, like, that's, like, the wackest shit on the planet. I'm, like, just don't like it, so. But, yeah, shout out to Bob. Definitely. <laughs> My favorite vegan. So, definitely. <laughs> with, his, with his misfit tattoo, so. And and the thing with him is, like, he fucking moved to Ohio. How dare he? I yeah. thought it was Chicago. No. It's he, Ohio. Yeah, Ohio. Oh, right. But I don't know where. Cleveland? Is it Cleveland? He, well, it, first it was Mansfield, because he met his wife Anya while on tour with From Autumn to Ashes I'm pretty sure but the fucking guy was living with Tom from Indecision in like a cool part of Brooklyn and everything at his fingertips but you know the one thing about him is that he was definitely was you know um, whatever you know like if Anya wanted to move to Alaska that's where he would be right now um, and that's where she lived and he was like fuck it I'll go there and open up an animal sanctuary or whatever he's doing so that motherfucker walks the walk i give him that <laughs> you know so where, where did she want to move i don't know alaska that one's free next one i'll cost you uh but going back to you um so you do abandon in 2005 and then from there i uh, think I have no idea. You have to check it. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to edit it and just say 2000. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then th that's like the bridge, right? The bridge from there that you're just like, fuck it. I'm just, do you consciously say to yourself that you're kind of done with music and, and, and you embrace like, why did you embrace the, the comedy side? 
did it feel like a progression to you or just you just like i like being on the mic and well like i said the the first time i did it i didn't want to perform anymore i just wanted i wanted to write i wanted to write specifically comedy but i wanted to write and i wanted to stay in television like it was it's fun dude like if you get a chance, do it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I gotta check my email after this show. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a whole different lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like I work, you know, one day a week. How long did that gig last? Three years. Wow. Yeah, it was mint. So you, so you work there one day a week? You said pretty much, Kathleen. Thanks. Never remember, <laughs> Kathleen. Never remember. Uh, yeah, it was like one day a week. Was it your like main gig? Yeah, was, uh, was that it, was it. That paid the bills. Yeah. What'd you do for the other six days? Fucked around. Yeah, I I played cards a lot. I played poker. Go to a lot of Met games. No, I hate going to games, man. Why? I hate Met fans. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I hate Met fans. Wow. Yeah. So you just watch it at home? I'm, I'm gonna throw a story to that because um, I'm gonna go see the UFC tonight at Nassau Coliseum, and for the most part, I hate seeing it live. I'd rather watch it on TV. You made UFC live? Yeah. I thought UFC, I went, I've only been to one uh, live UFC event, and I, I thought it was pretty great. Like, uh, one of the more fun sporting events. I'm I've over been it. I, I've been a couple of times. Oh, uh, okay. But it's the first time that I've gone since it's been legal. So, like, when my friend Chris, shout out to Chris Andrews, Chimichanga, <laughs> um, was like, yeah, do you want to go? I was like, all right, fuck it. My girlfriend's in New Orleans. Like, I'm just sitting around. I'm not going to go see Iron Maiden again today. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let me go. But, like, I like watching it on TV more. I like sitting there. Um, maybe it is the fans, too. Like, maybe I'm not a big UF, like MMA fan. Um, fan? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and and there's no commentary. You just hear it. It's just like footsteps on a mat, and then every now and then somebody lands a punch, and then you hear like people go, "Ooh!" And you're like, you know, I usually have the shitty seat, so I'm like looking at the screen and yeah. stuff. So maybe if I was sitting up front, not in like the nosebleeds with the rest of the fat jerk offs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't know. I guess we got kind of lucky too. Is the one I went to, like I said, uh, homie Chris Martello, like he uh, he has the hookup. So we got there, and then uh, Stitch was still working at the time. Oh yeah, and he was like, "Hey, Chris!" <laughs> he like called us down and like got us here. like <laughs> six seats in the front. I was like, hey, this, "This is pretty cool to me, man." I like that. Uh, so yeah, that was like a fun experience. So you were like Henry Hill when he walked into the uh, nice the restaurant. Yeah, we walked through the kitchen. We <laughs> walked through the locker room. <laughs> and then Stitch kissed you on yeah, the cheek. That. You sat down. <laughs> Um, so yeah, usually as far as like baseball, I, uh, you know, I've seen so many Yankee games. I've even been to Met games because my whole family grew up around Shea Stadium. Mm. Roosevelt Ave. Yeah. <laughs> Seven train. So, um, but I hate going during the day, like at night it's, it's fun and stuff, but I kind of lost touch with baseball. I don't know what happened, but I, I loved it. Like as a kid and, and I grew up in the eighties where the Yankees fucking sucked. They were like the worst team ever, and the Mets were the best, and all well, my cut. Mets sucked real bad in the early eighties. Yankees then, had that. And then one. again, and no, then again, but then like the nineties. Yeah, but I mean, so you figure I was like really into it, like around that time, like in eighty six when the Mets won. I was the saddest person in New York mm-hmm. because it wasn't the Yankees, and I was eight, and I couldn't comprehend. I was just like, 
you know, but my whole family growing up around there, they were happy. So it was like me and an uncle of mine that were Yankee fans. And uh, they were always like the worst. Like they had a pitcher who pitched a no hitter and still, no. uh, Yeah, it was a no hitter. And then he lost Andy Hawkins because he gave up four walks or something, pitched a no hitter and he still fucking lost. Like that's how shitty they were. Um, I don't mean to say that I hate Met fans and like Yankee fans. I also, if not more, <laughs> hate Yankee fans. Yeah. I just additionally hate Met fans. Yeah. So, so don't at me. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, like I said, I'm gonna go watch MMA, and like 99% of the people that I meet there, I'm probably never gonna want to talk to you yeah. ever again. How have the shows been going for like stand up men? I feel like you're out there. Like, do you try to go every weekend? Like, what's the uh, schedule like for you? I try to get up every day. Uh, I try to get up multiple times a day. Um, you know, at first it's all open mics, but I've been fortunate to get like some real shows a lot lately. So the ratio is skewing. Uh, pretty well. Yeah. Last night did two shows, no mics. Woo. Uh, but the show, you know, some are good, some are terrible. Uh, I did, I did a show Thursday. I thought it was going to be dope and it turned out to suck. I mean, was I was it the crowd or, or like, yeah, it was the, the crowd. Yeah, crowd. yeah. I was awesome. Yeah. I had a really, I did a really good job. Um, well, yeah, the crowd sucked and, uh, you know, you don't want to blame the crowd for a bad set, but I had a good set, so I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to blame the crowd. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, as long as you're happy with the set, like, you go in, you go... Yeah, but your... that's the thing. Uh, I don't necessarily need to be happy with the set. I need to have fun. Yeah. Like, if I don't have fun, it feels weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it like it's something, something in your brain where it's like, you were just telling jokes. Why aren't you in a good mood, dude? You know what I mean? So, like, I told a bunch of jokes, and the crowd sucked. I still, like, won the contest or whatever the, you know, but it was like... Oh, that's right. Where was that? I, I think that I saw that. was the brokerage. But the crowd sucked. And I was just like, all right. So, who but was, then who yesterday, was Like, you had, like... like yeah, a like panel? a panel of judges. But then yesterday, I did a show that I thought was going to suck, and it ended up being amazing. And then I went to do another show on the heels of that, where I was like, oh, yeah, today's a good day. This next show's going to be great. And then that show sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, whatever. Just... You grind it until, you know, the majority of them are good. And then you're like, all right. And uh, so, I mean, so I guess basically you're always writing, right? Like, you always just get up on there. You want to try shit out. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you, like, write actual shit down? So, yeah, it's like, goes through, like, a couple of, uh, like, there's, like, a process. Does Kathleen get to test? 100% Kathleen. I I keep turning to her because I want (laughs) her to, like, yeah. So, like, Mira will be hanging out. And then she'll do something hilarious, and then I'll write it down. <laughs> 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 and then, yeah, ten percent more than ten percent. Uh, Wait till you get that royalty check. <laughs> and then uh, I'll write it down. And then uh, I'll be like, "How can I make this like funny for someone who wasn't just in the room with us?" And so eventually I'll come up with like an idea and then, so I'll bring that to stage. So I'll, I just write it in like a little notebook and then I'll go to stage and then like I'll say it and I'll record it and then I'll come home and I'll 
tweak it and tweak then I'll it, say yeah. it again and I'll tweak it and say it again and tweak it. And then when it gets like a place where I'm like, that's pretty much the joke, then I'll type it out on a piece of paper and print the piece of paper. And then I'll go and do it again at just open mics generally. And now I'm starting to like try new stuff at shows because there's like enough shows now that I can do it. Um, like yesterday, both shows i was just working on this new idea and like trying to find it so and then this morning i wrote it down i typed it all out so now it's like typed out now it's like this is what it's gonna look like so i'll tweak it a little bit more and then like edit it on the on the computer i was called it a typewriter (laughs) and then and then that's the joke but i'm always tweaking like i'm always tweaking jokes like i don't uh, some comics aren't like this i'm like this a joke's not done. A joke's not done until I have a special out and the joke's on the special. And even then, I mean, I guess, I don't know. Uh, we'll see when it happens. But even then, like, I, it could be more improvements. So you, you don't have anyone, like, to, like, let's say, I know, like, Chris Rock will hire, not even hire, but he'll have, like, a friend and, like, to just throw, like, tags on there for him. Yeah, well, I mean, I have, like, groups of people that I got together with occasionally or, like, you know, people that I see at all the open mics and I'll be like... I'll be like, oh man, I'm working on this thing. Like, I can't really. And or, co- or other comics like Met fans. Yeah. yeah. No, other comics are much nicer, much okay. better. Good. I like other comics. I don't like Met <laughs> fans. I don't like all other comics, but I like most comics. So other comics uh, that I trust. I'll be like, yo, I need help with this joke, and they'll be like, oh, have you thought about this direction or this direction? Not writing jokes for each other, but just like helping us think about it in a new way, because that's like. That's really the key is like you're you're writing a joke and you're like, oh, I know that this is the joke, but how do I get there or what can I add to it? And they're like, all right, well, what if let's say it's a story about Kathleen throwing up on New Year's Eve and then like nice hypothetically, hypothetically, (laughs) not that that's ever happened. But let's say, and then like I'm caught in this like real the realism of the joke, and then someone could be like, "Well, what if it all happened before midnight?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, what if it happened before midnight?" And then like, "What if it happened like oh, there's a monster coming out of this? Oh, he's gonna eat those donuts? Yeah, better not. Uh, what? I forget what I was talking about." (laughs) What if it happened at midnight? Oh uh, yeah, like yeah. What if you know you you just you just someone will be like, what if it happened before midnight? Like, or what if it all happened? What if it turned out it wasn't New Year's Eve? You know what I mean? Just something that I wouldn't have thought of. Yeah, you know, whatever. That's a bad example, but not yet. And and like the people that you see over there, like, are they people that have had like a year or two, like people I years? trust? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, I I I spent a lot of time. Talking to this one guy who's been doing it for 15, 20 years. He's on, you know, he's on TV all the time. Uh, Talked to this other guy. Is his name Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> and I'll, you know, and then I'll talk to like someone who's been doing it for eight months, but it's just someone who gets my sense of humor, who understands like what I'm doing up there and not like giving me dick jokes. You know what I mean? <laughs> what do you think of um, the show I'm Dying Up Here? Uh, I don't know. It's I haven't seen it. I'm just curious. It's whatever. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, unless they want me on the show, and then it's the best show. It's nice. A great show. Right, well, hopefully one of them is listening, and they'll you know reach out to Chris yeah. to reach out. Them to and you. Bob Farley. That's it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, um, 
Okay. Uh, just out of curiosity. Um, really, As opposed to all these other questions yes. that were serve some other yeah. serve some <laughs> other higher purpose. Listen, I don't know what I'm doing. I just throw in random this words. This episode one, not yeah. 16 or 17, yeah. whatever. There's certain, actually, there's certain like mannerisms and things that I listen to back when I'm talking that drive me nuts. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I got to stop saying this. I got to stop saying that. I got to stop doing this. But um, the show is... That we have is like just music and movies and influences. I love influences. So um, just out of curiosity, like let's say you could pick like your f- top five um, comedic influences. Like who would they be? Uh, Rodney, Norm, Sarah Silverman, Naper Gatsy, and uh, I, I. I guess my writing is definitely. You know what? I'll say Joe DeVito. So my writing is definitely like. It starts out. I'm trying to be Rodney and Joe DeVito, and then. In my head, I'm Norm. But then when I perform it, I'm trying to be a cross between Nate Bregazzi and Sarah Silverman. I see the similarities in, in all three. The Sarah Silverman, her new special on Netflix as well, too. She's It's one of the best specials in the history of specials. Yeah. You know, also, what also brought her to my attention was the stuff that she would do on Stern. I think she was awesome on Stern anytime she was on there and stuff. So uh, She does stuff in that special that... Um, if you're not a comic, you don't pick up on. But she plants little seeds, like thematic seeds, that like allow her to do more subtle versions of it later. That if she just did the subtle version of it later, it wouldn't get anything. Yeah. But because she plants like these little seeds, going and going, that later when she does it, you're like. just out of your mind laughing. Well, she, and she did bring up in that special like the throwaway joke. And she did that whole bit with that. But she did a whole joke about a throwaway joke. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That wasn't a throwaway joke. There was no bigger joke. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joke. She wanted to tell the throwaway joke. She wanted to tell the three-pointer joke. That was the joke. Yeah. And she said, oh, you know, that was a throwaway joke. Because there's a bigger joke later. There was no bigger joke no later. No bigger joke, yeah. That was the bigger joke. And she did, like, like it's... Yeah, it's like watching like a complete master at work. And even for someone like me, who's not a comic, but I love comedy. Um, I remember watching like the HBO stuff, like in the eighties, like the thirty-minute ones, like whatever it was. On one night stand. That's what yeah. it was. So like the Bobby Slayton ones, like the uh, Mike Binder, or fucking, I think there was one of the dudes, man. What's the one? What's the one dude? It's not Run DMC, not LL Cool J. I'm the who's that guy? Okay, I, I, for some reason, I want to say uh, Barry Sobel, but I, yeah, that's oh, him. That's yeah. him. Uh, that's him. Barry Sobel. That's it, man. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds too. 1987, right there. That's right. We gotta uh. throw that on there. So yeah, he he did have that, and I remember when I was younger. So it was like middle school. Uh, oh, I'm not the Beastie Boys, not Run DMC. I'm just. How dare you remember those? <laughs> you got two lines though. That's pretty fucking uh. good right there. For an elephant with his line with the line through it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, z zodiac. Z zodiac. Z zodiac sign. He was he he incorporated he incorporated a lot of hip hop. Um and I, lo- I love that he was in revenge. But also I remember going to middle school and those things meant so much to me that I would write down all the jokes. Um, and this was before there was even like a pause button. I don't, I don't remember how I was doing it, to be honest with you. I guess it was all by memory. And then I would take their jokes 
in like seventh and eighth grade and I would tell them to anyone at the table. Nice. Um, and I remember doing it to Mike Binder. That was like one, one of the ones that I did and I loved it. I loved all of it. But I mean, obviously I picked the guitar cause I f- couldn't, I didn't have the balls to fucking get up there and tell jokes, but I loved all that stuff. And to me, like I, I think Chris rocks bigger and blacker and like those stuff, you know, do you feel like it, that's like kind of like overrated like his stuff or, no, I don't think it's over. I just, he's not for me. Yeah. Uh, just, he's not for me. I love Rodney, though. Rodney's the, one of the best joke writers. Because he could sit there and, like, he hits you with, like, 50 in a row. Yeah. And they're it's fucking. It's one, yeah. The, like, it's one setup and then 12 tags, 12 yeah. punchlines. Just, he doesn't ever have to reestablish no. anything. Um and I watch them like on the talk shows, even like the old clips, and I still fucking laugh, even though I know what's coming. Like for me, like um, I want to be a word economist. Like I want to just say the fewest words possible. <laughs> so, like to me, the best joke ever is Henny Youngman, take my wife again. Please, we brought up Same Henny Youngman God, last yeah. night. Last time, so it's, it's four words. It's a three-word setup. And then, like, I have, I don't know, like, if you saw, I posted on Instagram, I have a joke where the last two beats are act as an act out. So it's an act out and then an acknowledgement of a member of the crowd that I spoke to earlier. And so it's two beats of laughs with no words. If I could do (laughs) an entire set of just staring and pointing and act outs i would like just no words yeah that would be that'd be really easy to remember you know there's no it's 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 all like three words and stuff like that's another thing do you write bullet points or like like uh like how do you remember so much stuff uh do you ever well i stumble? mean you i do yeah, yeah all constantly uh and you know try to do it hundreds of times you know so you know and i'm constantly writing it down and rewriting it and like you know so you just you just commit it to memory i don't think there's like i don't think there's like a trick to it you just commit it to memory and then well i'm just saying because i know you said that you said you don't remember shit my memory is like uh do you have a cough button uh (laughs) my memory is uh is like uh I don't remember stuff like things I did, places I went, like. Uh, but I remember like I have like short term memory. I guess is the word. I can't remember what it's called. Um, <laughs> but like, we'll be hanging out. Like, let's say like we'll be with Dubin, and Dubin be like, "Oh, you remember when we went to blah blah blah, and we had the blah blah blah?" And I'm like, <laughs> "No idea." Like, oh, do you remember we were in Athens at the 40 Watt and we met Alicia Silverstone? I'm like, no, I don't remember that at all. Like, here's a photo of that night. And I'm like, oh, it looks cool. It's like, <laughs> looks like a lot of fun. I wish I was there. It's <laughs> like, no, 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 you were there. Here's a photo of it. I'm like, yeah, no, I know. I wish I remembered that I was there. It was great. That wasn't the Mike Malamo story, right? Who did he meet? Was it? I feel like that might have been. <laughs> it was somebody else. Was, oh, no. Uh, was that Claire Danes? Claire Danes. Maybe Claire Danes maybe uh, when Inside was on tour. Somehow yeah. he met her. I don't think I was, I don't think I was there. Yeah. He might have been. We gotta find, been. The, gotta find the picture. Yeah. According to you, you weren't there. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, that's like all like all the time. Like I remember a few tour stories, and I'll be like, "Oh, that was that the day after this or the day before this?" And I'm like, "Ooh, 
Uh, no. <laughs> no idea. Whatever you think it was, that's probably what it was. I, I call Chris for those stories because he fucking yeah. he remembers everything. I call Christian. Yeah, yeah. everything. And you, but you're a straight edge dude, right? Yeah. Well, I'm just curious. So, I mean, I guess what that can <laughs> what that consists of anymore. I just know that I don't drink. I don't know. So, so. Um. All right, so then th- that top five, like the Rodney movies, like Back to School, <laughs> all that easy money. So Classic. Yeah, I, I could watch all that stuff. And it never felt corny when he did it. Like the, you said Henny Youngman, like that stuff like never never really translated to me. It felt a little bit more. All right, it was because it's dated. Yeah. Uh, Rodney was in a TV show, I believe it was called Me and Rodney, uh, and it was terrible. I think only a pilot. Was it like... Before the movies, or it was during that whole thing. Like they were trying to exploit his uh, sellability at the same time, uh, and it was like a kid. Uh, again, can't remember. I'm sure you know who the kid was. I He's gotta find it now. And he was like having trouble in school, and like could wish Rodney Dangerfield places. So Rodney Dangerfield would like be eating with some woman, and then like, oh, what's what's going on? What's going on? And like teleport to like a high school, and he'd be like, oh, where am I? Where am I, kid? And they're like, oh, wow. Rodney, you're here. And he's like, yeah, of course I'm here. I'm here. Blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, <laughs> you're gonna have to YouTube that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube for sure. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I gotta watch that definitely. Um, all right, man. I guess pretty much covered everything. Do you have any? Um, like upcoming shows coming up. When when you when are you putting this out? Uh, probably in a few weeks. I'm not really too sure. August 18th at McGuire's, 10:30 for a night. Uh, Where's that? McGuire's is Bohemia, Long Island. Okay. Out by MacArthur Airport. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then uh, shout out to Strathmore Bagels out there. Yeah, and as <laughs> no. Uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Saints and Sinners. That's the mm. bar right there. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and um, I do, I just started a weekly at uh, Artichoke Pizza in, B- in Bushwick, Friday nights at 11. Uh, obviously, I won't be there on the 18th because I'll be at mm. McGuire's, but uh, if you're listening to this in Brooklyn, go to Artichoke Friday nights at 11. So is it like a restaurant type thing? Yeah, they're like a restaurant bar upstairs, and then they have seating downstairs, and then at 11 o'clock on Friday, we took over downstairs and do stand-up for the 25 people that are down there that's awesome yeah yeah it's totally so, punk rock and you feel like i mean that's like that's the type of shit that just keeps you sharp right yeah you just work it out always yeah yeah, yeah definitely yep awesome well do you have anything you want to do top five musical influences top five what musical influences uh motley crew antic arrow uh jehu uh hmm clutch mm. that guy cool Motley Crue, really, Today's the day. Huh? Motley Crue, though, for real. Yeah, Two Festival is like one of the most important records in the history of rock music. I said that earlier today. uh, What do you think of the Get Up Kids cover of uh, On With The Show? Um, I like those guys a lot. I like them. They're very nice guys. (laughs) I thought they did Uh, a great job, man. No? uh, You want to talk about fan fiction? You guys want to talk about fan fiction? Sure. Well... Um, all right, yeah, I guess that's it. I mean, cover basically everything. Check out your if you guys. Uh, sorry, nah. uh, the uh, tournament the first quicksand seven inch. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you listen to that on the heels of or at the same exact time as Too Fast for Love, first four songs of Too Fast for Love is the same. Uh, is the same record. All right, 
I'm mm. gonna do that definitely. I love the all the four. There's four songs on there, right? The 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 slip. No, yeah. just EP, uh, and then that's the one that has slate. the Smiths cover. <sighs> no, I don't think so. Maybe no. I doubt it. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> you know what I am good at is not remembering what's on that record. <laughs> That's right. That's what Google is there for. You never have to remember anything ever again. No. Yeah. Free your brain up for yeah. creative stuff. Yeah. Because fuck Google. Just yeah. Google it. <laughs> you, could, you could have Googled any question I asked you. You just have to say, like, you know, when you're talking to someone, I'm like, excuse me, I need to Google that because I have no idea what the fuck you're saying. Do you anybody, you ever, like, uh, see someone, like, from high school or whatever, like, oh, what have you been up to? And you're just like, oh, Google me because I don't want to talk to you right now. <laughs> I'm gonna Never do that. Do that. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. That's, that's a there, real good way to <laughs> not talk to somebody. But there is, you, I do get like friend requests sometimes from like Facebook. And I'm just like, oh, like I don't know, 25 years. Like I don't want to catch up now. <laughs> like, yeah, but you, you don't. You just like you accept, right? And then unfollow. Oh uh, yeah, that, you yeah. could do that. I, I just don't accept. I mean, yeah, and not yeah, for any, accept. not for any reason. It's just like I, I don't feel like they really care either. Yeah, they don't. But here's what I do. I accept, I unfollow, and immediately send them an invitation to a show. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. Totally. And if you come to this show, we're going to throw bricks after you. We're going to fucking definitely throw bricks because most of the people I know are not throwing any bricks whatsoever. I'm not throwing bricks either. I just think it's a good idea. Believe me, they're not throwing any bricks. Um, all right, cool. Uh, check out the podcast, which I've I've been enjoying. I'm like four or five episodes deep for in traffic with Neil Rubenstein. Shout out our good friend uh, Mark who did Neil's artwork. Yeah, uh, Schoenbach. Fucking shit is awesome. Uh, he did such a good job. Uh, I forgot about that. Very expensive. Okay, I'm sh- you know what? It looks very expensive. It felt very expensive. Yeah, definitely. That's why we went. You know, no frills. You know, we we just had three letters and that's it. So, but he did a really goddamn good job. All of his stuff is insane. Yeah, I know. How'd you meet him? Former former guest. Internet. Yeah, the internet. Uh, saw some of his stuff and I was like, do you do this professionally? And he said, no, I think. And I was like, oh, let's do stuff. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and then, uh, and then he got really, then he got good. Then he got really good. Then he made money. And then he was like, nah, I don't. Who? Neil who? I was like, <laughs> I was like you want to do my thing? And he was like, yeah, yeah. Give me the same rate as everyone else. I was like, all right, I guess I'll do that. <laughs> Because it's really good. <laughs> it is good. So, all right, cool. Uh, awesome to finally get a face to face. Can you um, edit all that out? <laughs> yeah. If you if you really want me to, I will. No, um, I leave it. All right. And uh, he does. Who's getting to the end of this episode? No, one, no. One. They checked out as soon as you said Rodney. They were just like, huh. I don't even know who that just is. Just don't like don't text him and be like, listen at. One hour and forty two <laughs> minutes. Which talking trash. To you. He did do that. He to did me. that to you. Uh, I saw. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to edit that out. Uh, so. um, I guess that's it, man. Thanks for doing it. Thanks for almost being on our EP. But I guess you were too cool to. I would have absolutely said yes. I say yes to everything. Yeah. And then it's just a matter of whether it happens or not. But I say yes to everything. Shout out to the Emporium for having fucking. Uh, Fozzy, Chris Jericho, and Nas play at three in the morning. Three songs. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on there? I want explanation immediately. <laughs> Dude, it's rappers, man. Rappers show up at three thinking it's fine.